This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Ladies and gentlemen, how do? the damned and love song uh, we're totally wired and this is uh, on fresh fm uh, it's sunday november the 7th 1979 mm-hmm. so we're in 1979 and we're going to talk about what happened that year and uh, play some music and boy what a start to the to, to 1979 was um, it uh, oh what's happened well there was a massive strike yeah in the uk uh so that's well, nothing new they're always striking yeah but this one was a bit bigger than usual it was called the winter of discontent <laughs> starting on january the 22nd and public I mean, sector can i just stop you there because yeah, sure. uh if anyone's ever lived in um or been to england in the winter you know this discontent mm-hmm. just because it's winter <laughs> you could say that but uh there was a little more discontent yeah, more, more discontent yeah. so the four biggest uh, unions in the uk yeah they um they all of them um called a public strike which uh, total to about 1.5 million workers go on strike. Ah. Imagine that. Imagine your, you know, national government workers. They they go on strike. Uh, the healthcare system they go on strike too. The transport system they're also going on strike. Yeah. And then your local governments are going on strike. And that's not even involving the um, the, the, the smaller, you know, yes. um, 
unions that are also striking, such as um, the Gravediggers. They went on strike. And then there I were people that. who went unburied yeah, yeah. in Liverpool, for, exa- for example. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was also, um, and, and, you know, it gets so bad that um, uh, a thousand schools closed due to heating oil shortages because of the lorry drivers striking. Mm-hmm. And the opinion polls just plummet. Um, the Conservatives are up 20 points ahead of Labour. Um, and Labour's government are just um, shambles. They call it an election. And, uh, well, eventually it results in the election of Margaret Thatcher um, in May, the 4th of May. Yeah. Yes. There's a real kind of like, we're not happy with the unions vote, mm. really. I see, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, there, was, there was like, can you imagine like no one, like no one collecting your rubbish, your garbage. Mm, That's probably yeah. the worst thing people thought, I think, that you put your black bag out you know, because there's black bags, but whatever colour mm. bag it is, you put it out on the road and no one picks it up. And, and the stench will just there. fill the street. Yeah, and then the next day, what are you yeah. going to Next week, you just put your rubbish out again. And it's like, it was just like piles of rubbish in the streets. Mm. Awful. And rats, prob- probably. I don't remember yeah. seeing rats, but I'm sure there were. In some places, I'd imagine that. So. Yeah, yeah. And it even gets um, stranger when um, the leader of the smaller Liberal Party, Jeremy Thorpe, loses his seat in the election. Yes. And then he goes on trial for attempted murder. Yes. Eventually, he's charged of the, you know, of, of the charges, but um, he's cleared of the charges. Uh, but it ruins his entire career, which is yeah. quite sad. It was very, very strange. Mm. Yeah. What a strange election. And then we ended up with Margaret Thatcher for a little while. A, yes. a little while, yes. yes. A little, you know, tw- 12 years. 12 years. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for Disco Jack.
my sanity I could never survive Some people ask me What are you gonna be? Why don't you go get a job? Sister Sledge and Lost in Music. Isn't that good? I really like Sister Sledge, I must say. Yeah, they're really good. Mm, mm. They're one of the best disco bands. Yes. Um, but there's also a new um, artist yeah. oh. that is, prim- um, is debuting in 1979. New kid on the block. Uh, yeah, although he is um, a veteran of the music scene. He's Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Yes, so Michael Jackson um, started with the Jackson 5 with his brothers in the mid-60s and late 60s and early 70s, um, so in the mid-60s. Yeah. Um, but they start to get a lot of, lot of hits in the late 60s and early 70s. And then he breaks away um, to the mid and late 80s to start a solo career. Um, and he releases his breakthrough album, Off the Wall, on August the 10th of 1979. Mm. Yeah, that was a, a a big selling album, wasn't it? It was. It you know. So he'd, he'd done a single early in the seventies like that about a rat, wasn't it? You probably don't know that, do you, Jack? No, you're looking really quizzical. Oh, uh, I don't know. He did, a, he did a song called Ben, which was about a rat, a pet rat or something, uh, something like that. It's a terrible, <laughs> okay. terrible song, but uh, I think it was a hit. But then, but then he he kind of that was when he was still like fourteen or fifteen. Or yeah, something, yeah. But sure. now he's obviously like twenty, maybe. Or yeah, in his twenties. Yeah. Mm. And he got Quincy Jones to produce the album, I think, the oh. Off the Wall. Yeah, so. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and this was also the first solo album to produce four top ten hits. Right. Uh, so, very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then he also got, you know, uh, awards for his album um, an AMA for Favorite Soul Album of the Year, a Grammy Award for Best Male R&B Vocal. Right. And um, 
I think he also got a award for his performance on Don't Stop Till We Get Enough. Mm. And, I mean, this just was the first step for Jackson to get to meteoric uh, levels of fame. He became very famous, didn't he? Yes. Everyone knew him. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And he got uh, dubbed as the King of Pop. The King of Pop. Mm, yeah. That's a great title, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, this is just the perfect follow-in to our uh, next song, which is uh, Michael Jackson one. Is it? Yes. Oh, you want to hear Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
I bet you thought it would never end, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Michael Jackson, of course. That was Public Image Limited and Pop Tones. Uh, I do like Mac- I do like that album that off the wall. I'm not like too anti Michael Jackson, you know. Uh-huh. Like Billy Jean and stuff's quite quite a nice little pop song, isn't it? Yeah. But I'd rather just do that any day. Sorry. Okay. Everybody. Uh, I'm not, actually, I'm not sorry really. And we, we're gonna you're gonna talk about Iran now, aren't you? I don't know how to uh, get from yeah. Public Image to Iran. Uh, well, let's just go straight into it. Um, yeah. The Iranian Revolution um, has been happening actually for about three months, and then in February of 1979. Um, the Ayatollah Ruhollah Khomeini returns to power. So the story is that he's been exiled in exile for 15 years, exiled in 1964, uh-huh. and he got exiled because he opposed the um, Iranian Shah's land reforms and attempts to modernize and westernize the country. Yeah, he opposed it. Then he fled. Um, I don't know where he fled. I think he like stayed in lots of different places. Like he stayed in France for a while. Um, but eventually he's able to find his way back to Iran and um, then he his first orders are to expel all foreigners from Iran which includes a thousand US State Department workers and um, he then leads the country back to follow the principles of Islam yes. and to shun um, uh, outsiders and westernization yeah mm-hmm. but um, in Uganda something very different happens um, a dictator is overthrown uh, well, I guess the Shah was a dictator in Iran, but anyway, um, Idi Amman, Amin, yes. he is um, flees, flees the Ugandan capital from a coalition of troops uh, involving Tanzanians and Ugandan forces who opposed him. Um, they march to take the capital, and Amman just, Amin just flees. Um, he had has been in power for eight years since 1971, and um, his policies caused the collapse caused the collapse of the co- the economy. And then he also killed 300,000 people due to um, well, not not per- not personally, but not personally, no. but he ordered it, and um, it was against different ethnic groups and people yeah. who opposed him. Uh, he escapes, lives in Saudi Arabia, and he dies in two thousand and three. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was quite a brutal dictator, I yeah, would say. Pretty awful. I don't know much about the Shah and his his rule, but um, mm-hmm. some yeah. people. So this was this was like perhaps one of the first times that uh, Islam had become a politicized kind of movement I- in some way it probably, uh, probably always, ha- always had been but but was this the first probably I think in the 20th century this is when um, a, a, a country's leader was you know, a, a religious a religious leader, leader as well yeah um, it's, it's unusual because this is a revolution that is neither communist uh, nor neither um, capitalist no it's, it's a it's based on yeah on on the Quran yep yeah mm. And and the laws, you know, you know, I, I know, I know most of most of the laws in a lot of countries are Judeo-Christian, or you know, you know, like thou shall not kill is, you know, so therefore uh-huh. we have the, the the law that you can't kill anyone, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty obvious law for most people anyway, even if you're if you're a humanist even, um, but uh, so a lot of the laws came from the Quran, like the laws of the country were interpreted from the Quran, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, Good film about Idi Amin. I'm sure I've said it before. Called the Last King of Scotland. Okay. Where I think there's this kind of story where they used to have swimming races with him. Like used to get all his army mm-hmm. army generals. To, have I told you this before? Yeah, you have. have yeah. He got all of his army generals together, and they they had to um, swim. Yeah. Um, you know, they had to make it competitive, but you know they, they just had to let them just, just win, win at the last moment. Yes, that's right. So they all kind of slowed down a bit. Yeah. 
yeah. slowed down when he was falling behind. Yeah, yeah, quite funny, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so 1979 saw the start of some, something called electro pop, probably. You know, the first time that. Okay. Well, not the first time, but um, it was an interesting concept, really. Okay. Is, this is Japan. <laughs>
That was Gary Newman and Cars, and before that, Japan and Quiet Life. Uh, boys started wearing makeup around this time, mm-hmm. quite a lot. Yep. Well, not all boys, but you know, some. Well, that's okay. You know, it was just like a a thing. It became a trend in 1979. Well, uh, I, th- I think I think glam rock had probably done it a bit in the 70s, where people. Yeah, they did. Wore, yeah. wore a bit of makeup. David Bowie was yeah, famous for. Yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, it became a bit, bit more common mm-hmm. for men to wear a bit of eyeliner, just just under, you know, the bit that goes under there. Yeah, I'm showing you. Yeah, I'm b- showing oh, Jack b- with my Boy finger. George started in uh, like the early eighties. Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. So it was kind of, uh, I think it was quite a new romantic kind of movement. Mm. You know, like big f- fluffy blouses and shirts and stuff, and baggy trousers mm. and stuff. Those kind of things. Yeah, the romantic era in the nineteenth yeah. century. Yes, had so all those so frills and. That's right, frills. Victorian uh, clothing. Yes, mm. frills. Frills is a good word. I like frills. Yeah. And makeup. Yeah, but more importantly, what was happening in football? In football? Uh, <laughs> well, Nottingham Forest um, broke a, a new record. They signed British football's first million pound deal. Mm. They signed a footballer called Trevor Francis. Yes, they did. Um, who is Trevor Francis? Well, um, he had he nice hair. Nice hair, did he? He did, yeah. Mm. Well, not not like I mean, you know, it was quite flowing. Mm-hmm. Not flowing, but so you know, you'd think that oh, million pounds for a guy with nice hair, what a waste of money at that time, man. That's not going to pay off. Except Nottingham, Nottingham Forest happened to win the English league yes. um, the year before. They go on to Europe to uh, face Malmo FF, the Swedish football league champions, yes. and they won one nil. Uh, the European Cup final at um, in Munich. And the only goal of the game is scored by Trevor Francis. Yeah, exactly. So, he was worth it. Yeah, worth every penny. Worth every penny. Every yeah, every penny. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And of course, that that was like, you know, obviously now we see hundred hundred million. Yeah, don't we? Um, well, Gareth Bale. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which um, I think is if, if anyone if anyone kind of um, is listening now and doesn't re- doesn't remember is too young to remember and lots of people are of course this mm-hmm. is a long time ago. Nottingham Forest were a big club. Yeah. Now they're not so big. Well, they're still a big club, but they're not, mm. you know, in the Premier League or anything anymore. No. Um, but they were, yeah, they conquered Europe and everything. Yeah. They got overtaken. Um, in fact, actually, uh, the next uh, club that would break the um, British club record fee was Manchester City FC oh, in right. the very same year. They would go on to sign um, £1,450 for a Wolf- Wolverhampton Wanderers midfielder called Steve Daly. Uh-huh. And then three days later, Wolverhampton Wanderers set a new record. With the money they just got for Steve Daly, probably. Yeah, they yeah. They, they spent uh, £1,500,000 for Aston Villa uh, striker Andy Gray. Right. Yes. Mm. Ah, that's good. And he's still commentating now. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, yeah, Man City did it again only this year, I think, with uh, signing Grealish for £100 million. Mm. <laughs> So, yeah. It's it just it's kind of crazy money, isn't it? Yeah, the money's just. Um, I think it's gotten too much, but that's my opinion. Well, it's only it's it's like what you're willing to pay for something, isn't it? Yeah, I guess you're because only as worth as I mean, if someone says I'll sell you my car for a million a million dollars, yeah, I mean you'd only pay a million dollars if you think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, you know. So I think maybe the reason why there's so much money in football right now is because of the advertising and the merchandise you get. Uh-huh. From selling uh-huh. uh, shirts, yeah, 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 must I'm just sure fuel the entire right. business. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you, Jack. Uh, so we're in 1979. Uh, bit of heavy rock. 
was ACDC and uh, if you want blood you've got it from mm-hmm. Highway to Hell um, quite good I, I, I always kind of look at ACDC and think oh do I like them but actually quite hard not to like they them they made a lot of good I music think, yeah yeah mm. and this I mean you know, this is after punk you know so I think a lot of people who saw the popularity of punk probably thought oh, I'll just I'll just hang up my guitar for a while and just mm-hmm. give up but um yeah, some people just kept. Uh, ACDC didn't care. Playing a groove, they didn't care, do they? And I quite like that. Yeah, but they also had no pressure put on them because they were an Australian band, and yeah, there possibly. wasn't the cultural pressure in the UK or from the New York, you know, punk scene. Yeah. Um, to play punk, you know, so in Amer- in Australia, although the, there were punk bands there, yeah, but there bit, wasn't the snobbishness. Yeah, I th- I think you're right there. Yeah, mm. probably. And, for- and ironically, punks became very snobbish about. Uh, their music they did mm. yes which is kind of like the opposite of of what it should be it should be yeah absolutely you should not care yes it, <laughs> it should be the punk spirit but anyway mm. um, so 1979 was an interesting year because you had Alien a film oh, which was I think yes. a horror film sci-fi horror sci-fi film. horror mm. yeah but then you also had Star Trek the motion picture ah oh, what mm-hmm. a movie yeah first Star Trek <laughs> film and it's not a very good movie. Yeah, <laughs> only if you're like Star Trek, it's, it's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also had Moonraker, which was a James Bond film. Yeah, a spy thriller. Yeah, that's, that's well, that's pretty good. Moonraker is yeah. quite so good. Those are three sci-fi films about space, being yes. set in space. Um, and coincidentally, well, we've already had Star Wars, haven't we? Before, yeah, Star Wars before, was already so. you know this massively successful yes. for um, film. Yeah. Um, but in 1979, uh, Voyager 1 was launched, uh, well, uh, was, you know, exploring. Yes. It was launched in 1977, but um, this is the year when Voyager 1 makes this approach close to Jupiter and then gets observations about the moon's rings and radiations and magnetic fields mm-hmm. of Jupiter. And um, we learn, you know, Jupiter has rings and there's four moons and yes. all this fascinating stuff about this massive planet that people didn't really know anything about. Like, people knew kind of familiar about Mars and Venus already but Jupiter was like an unknown right mm. that's good and uh, Voyager 1 if you probably heard that uh, name actually um, continually because Voyager 1 is still exploring space it's, uh, yeah and yeah. that's how, why it's yeah. always in the news because leave our galaxy or something yeah it's, it's now actually left our galaxy and, and it's gone c- somewhere continuing into interstellar space I don't. I don't really understand astronomy, Jack. To be honest mm. with you. So I mean, inter- once our galaxy ends, what is there? Is uh, there another there's galaxy? Eventually, going to be another galaxy. And is it, it just like neighbouring galaxies? It's like, and then they go through that galaxy, and there's another one. Yeah, I that, should know. That's the I, idea. I do, I do. I do quite like watching. There's weirdness though space in space. Things. Apparently, like in space, time changes when you travel, and yes, I, it does. I, I don't know, but if you go, if you go, if you've got sounds you, confusing. If you're like aging and you go into space, then then it slows it down, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently so. You so get less yeah. wrinkles, I think. In space. Yeah, I think one, um, t- two twin brothers, one was like slightly older by a few minutes. When he got into space, he was now technically the, you know, the, younger, the younger one, the youngest brother. Because he's is well, not was he? Y- yeah, I think that's how it worked. Mm. Or perhaps the younger brother became the older brother. I don't know. I, space is a bit weird. It, it is isn't with it? time. It, we yeah. should we should find out more about it really and understand it before we start talking about it. Sure, yeah, <laughs> we should be. Yeah, but Voyager is still going, like you say, and taking obviously longer and longer to send its information back mm. to planet Earth. Yeah. Yes. Was there any other inventions? Any other inventions that were exciting? 
or just that? Uh, VisiCalc became the first spreadsheet program. Oh, uh, I, I mentioned them again. Um, That's the second time you mentioned spreadsheets, Jack. Yep. Uh, the European Space Agency uh, launches Ariane the first. So finally, Europe is catching <laughs> up to the Soviets and so, America. So we've already got Voyager like out passing near, Jupiter, out, out near yeah. Jupiter, and then, then the Europeans launch something that goes up into the like, into the, just uh, into space. Yep. And they all get excited. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I mean, you know, um, you know, it's good that everyone's getting in on the fun, isn't it? Yeah, ten years after the moon landing, it's not that <laughs> not too bad for Europe. They're, they're getting there, and then um, Sony introduces the Sony Walkman. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, portable music, portable music. I mean, that's that's just incredible. Yep. So starting a you know massive thing. Yes. In nineteen seventy, using cassettes. Yeah, cassettes. Yeah, and you had to put batteries in it as well. And people, you know, obviously now with smartphones, you just charge them, don't you? And yeah. Everyone thinks that's just normal, but you know, you used to have to have to buy batteries and put them in, and the batteries wouldn't last very long. Mm-hmm. You'd have to buy more batteries. It was a really, really expensive thing to do. Yeah, and the initial Walkman cost two hundred dollars. Yes. Which yes. nowadays would be perhaps five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was very expensive. And mm. It was just, just a tape machine that played music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. But anyway, uh, it felt like something amazing at the time. And the adverts were really good, you know, with people kind of on roller skates and things. Like, hey, that's what I wanted. Well, I didn't want to be on roller skates, but you wanted to have music all the time. Oh, yeah, roller skates became really big in the 80s, right? Roller skates, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and skateboard. Well, not in the 80s yet, though. No, well, not in the 80s, no, in 1979. Mm. Yes, thank you, Jack. Uh, Elvis Costello. <laughs> Just the way it is, Mr. Churchill's here 
Listen online anytime. Freshfm.net. The Ruts and Babylon's Burning from 1979 and before that Elvis Costello and Oliver's Army. You're going to read some news now, aren't you? You should be a newsreader, Jack, maybe. You'd be a newsreader. I, I guess quite, I could do it. You've got a nice voice. Yeah, I'm quiet though, so... Quiet? Yes. Or just turn the volume up a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm still quiet though, even when you turn the volume up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Times newspaper... Uh-huh. You know, a big newspaper. They had a um, interesting year in 1979 because they didn't publish anything. Nothing at all. Oh, nope. oh, yeah. They had an industrial dispute. They were on strike, weren't they? The printers, weren't they, or something, or uh, the journalists, or someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that just you, you lost year for the time for Time News. Yeah. Um, and then barrel oil reached reached 24. Uh, dollars oh. per barrel uh, in New Zealand it was like um, 30 uh, well actually 32 US dollars at one point um, mm. very expensive yes so petrol was going up yep yeah uh, Pope John Paul uh, visits native his native country Poland and so he technically becomes that well he becomes the first Pope to visit a communist country yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's right which which was uh, 
a little bit controversial at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because obviously communism or, or the the state communism of, of the Eastern Bloc didn't really recognise religions mm. very much, although they let the Pope in. Yeah, and there was there was still religious, um, oh, you know, communities. Yes, oh, Eastern completely. Bloc. And yes, and there's still churches and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but obviously because you know Poland survived and yeah. is now majority Catholic country. Yeah, it is. Uh, then China, meanwhile, another communist country, instituted the one-child uh, policy in oh, 1979. Oh, way back then? Yep. Right. Back then, uh, to control its exploding population. But now they're having kind of an opposite problem. Not enough. Not uh, Well, people, they get the, yeah, their population pyramid is, you know, shaky, and it's... Currently. Currently, yeah. Yeah. It is. Mm. So, so the, the, yeah... And th- they realised a bit too late they need to change their one-child policy, don't they? Yeah. Because actually, around the world, I, th- I think population growth is declining in some countries, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like in Italy, I think they're now at negative. You know, people have chosen not to have children, and yes. it's now at a kind of negative state of of expansion. Yeah. yeah. In some countries like Bulgaria, Russia, and Japan, yeah, they're already having neg- negative population yeah. growth. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. Um, and then in New Zealand. Um, uh, in 1979, the government sought to reduce oil consumption because of the increased cost of oil. Yeah. And um, so New Zealanders will remember this. Um, introduction of carless days. Carless days? Under the Robert Muldoon government. Oh, right. Mm, yeah. you, could, you, you couldn't use your car? Nope. On certain days of the week, was there? Yeah. Like Thursday, no car day, that yep. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I like that. We should bring that back, shouldn't we? Uh-huh. They call Probably it the... Because people like the cars, don't they? Yeah. I think they were actually really unpopular. Yes. Uh, then they also had these Think Big projects where they um, tried to produce methanol to export. Uh-huh. And then also they created this Sinfuel plant in uh, Motunui. All oh, right. And this was the world first because it converted gas to methanol. Yeah. And then to synthetic petrol. Right. And they actually did succeed in doing this. That's pretty good. But um, it proved to be extremely cost. Yes, it's too, too expensive. Too expensive, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they actually then just ditched yeah. it when uh, world oil prices fell in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank mm. you, Jack. Yes, this is the, that was the news from 1979, by the way. Yes. <clears throat> just saying. I thought, I was thinking the other day, I, c- I could be a weatherman person, weather person, uh-huh. you know? Like, you know, I, th- I think I'd be quite good at that. I'd enjoy doing weather yeah, forecasts. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking you could just like because because some some countries or some cities in New Zealand you could just like if you if you if you're saying Wellington you could say well it might be it might be you might get some sun it might rain a bit and you'll probably get a bit of wind mm-hmm. that's it you could probably cover all your bases couldn't you, <laughs> you know, like yeah just make generalizations like, it be very general yeah, yeah. it's going to be windy <laughs> yeah that's your weather today that uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah, anyway, I'm being smart. E- easiest easiest. Weather forecast. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, anyway, that's all we've got time for. So, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. This has been Totally Wild on Fresh FM in 1979. Uh, we're back next week in the same year mm-hmm. with some more music, and Jack will read the news again. Yes. Thank you for listening. Good night. Good night.
your boys and girls London calling Now don't look to us Phony Beatlemania Has bitten the dust London calling See we ain't got no swing Except for the rain And the crunch of thing The ice is coming The sun's zooming in Meltdown expected The wheat is going in Engines stop running But I have no fear Cause London is drowning I live by the river To the imitation zone Forget it brother You can go in alone London calling To the zombies of death Quit holding out And draw another breath London calling And I don't want to shout But while we were talking, I saw you nodding out. London calling, see we ain't got no high, except for that one with the yellowy eyes. The ice age is coming, the sun's zooming in, engines stop running, the wheat is going to a nuclear error. But I have no fear, cause London is drowning Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.